0: Hi, I'm Marina Sirtis, and you're going boldly with Beyond Trek
1: Podcast.
2: This is Beyond Trek Podcast, your source for Star Trek on social media and around the web. I'm Big J.
3: I'm Whitney. And I'm Dag, the Trivia Master. You can find us on Facebook at Beyond Trek Podcast and on Twitter at Beyond Trek Pod.
4: I'm uh, Jay. I, um... Yeah,
3: Jay is the Cisco. Watney, Watney looks, Watney kind of is giving me Soji Sutra vibes.
2: <laughs> Sutra, is Sutra is was the oh gold Sutra uh,
4: Sutra's evil, sexy Soji. Yes,
2: <laughs> Sutra's evil. She she was a uh, version two, and Soji and Dodge were version three.
4: She's yeah, she's the the doppelganger that. She, um, they're gonna John have to kill sister. each other.
0: They're totally gonna kill each other. I'm calling it She's now. The the shiniest one of all of them, and we all knew she was bad news the minute she walked on screen.
2: <laughs> right. Well. Okay. So how is it that uh, what was the name of the sister that went on the uh, diplomatic mission? Shauna. Shauna. Okay. So she was the, the the twin. How is it that you see this this obviously data looking person? Step onto your ship, and you're not at all suspicious of that. Or, I mean, what did she have on the disguise, or something else? You, you know what I mean. You're wondering why Rios didn't see a golden, gold-eyed girl. That that's right. Because if if we're to well, and I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. So we'll we'll revisit that when we get to it. Just make make a note that I've got something that I think might be just a little plot hole-ish, so um, yeah, okay. yeah, that's, that's where I'm at, well, okay, you guys must think I'm crazy now, so episode no. nine,
4: <laughs> not any more than I already did. oh <laughs> everybody
3: welcome to our Star Trek the Card review of episode nine, Et in Arcadia Ego, part one,
4: part one,
3: we're in a two-parter Ooh. for the
4: finale, Yes. next episode's the last one, is that right,
2: yes, yep. yes, I wish yes, it wasn't, but it is. Season. Dag, you've got a it
3: will be amazing.
2: It will be. Dag, you got a special message for us before we get going. Where's the sound The if alert? If
3: you are watching or listening to us, we are going to spoil the hell out of this. So either press pause, watch the episode, and then come back, or you know, you're your own people. Do what you want to do.
4: We're not cops. Well, we could get be. spoiled. I don't care.
3: This <laughs> right. is the Podcast. Featuring all the three people that you love and know,
2: and guest host Lottie. Hi. Hi. Love love that them, is a them. sharp outfit. I, I like your uniform. The oh, the, Bacar, yes, the, the red. red. You guys sharp. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, this I'm house dead. has
3: like five uniforms now. Jeez, four of them are yours.
2: Oh, you've, so, so you've got just a collection of uniforms. So where, where um, do we want to start? Who wants to start? Well, first us off? I
4: want to know what everyone's drinking. I got, I've got my quarantini. Oh.
2: Your quarantini. <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> quarantine that's a a quarantine. for future listeners
3: we are in the middle of uh shelter in places yes to COVID 19 uh and we're making the best of it because all of our friends are online anyway
4: yeah Mm -hmm. i gotta say my online life is totally thriving and my real friends not my not my real but my real life friends are Like did you not care dag? that I'm not. I'm sorry. I we're
2: didn't not. You guys we're not your real friends, friends. Oh, no, we are not. You're
4: my best friends. We're we me space. I've already said that. <laughs> You're my best friends. Um, <laughs> I realize friends don't give a shit.
2: Because wow. they're
4: all quarantined too, so it's not like they can make me feel bad for not answering their texts because we're all just doing our <laughs> own thing. So yeah, online life thriving, quarantini. Um, but yeah, we're we're in the middle of um, the COVID nineteen hey guys we're in the history books now what's that yeah Yeah. we're in the history books
2: yes yes we are i've I've got my jay what are you drinking it's my prune juice in my uh, chewbacca mug that says i choose you this was a valentine's gift from mrs big j so honey if you're listening thank you again on yeah it's a good mug it's very cute i mean really she she i keep trying to get her to listen she's like i don't know what you're talking about so that doesn't matter. I'm on it. You can hear my voice. Isn't that good enough? So, well.
3: <laughs> what what are you drinking?
0: Um, I have a nice uh, double IPA here.
4: Ooh, ooh, excellent!
0: Palette <laughs> wrecker.
3: And I have a white sutra.
2: Oh. oh
0: that's weird.
2: <sighs> no, <it's toasted. laughs> it sounds okay, very yeah. tasty. Shall we get into this? <laughs> yes, let's let's dig in.
4: Sure, sure. Yeah, we can. It oh it opens nice light
3: with turbulence <laughs> we are on la sadema and she's going through that transwarp conduit and Bad things are shaking looking
4: by the way the the conduit was just fantastic oh yeah i also gotta say the the week before like last week on star trek Picard, the like this the way that they laid it out out was very good like they hit all the best parts of all the episodes so far we got to see seven I was mm-hmm. like seven's totally gonna be in this one because they're showing her mm-hmm. so i was excited just leading up to it but yeah we get into the last Saturday night and we're going through the transwarp conduit and Gerardi's freaking out surprise surprise um she's like huddled under like a cabin or something like freaking out
2: freaking out like, is just in character for her unfortunately that, that's just her role
4: yeah. And meanwhile, uh, Soji's like, She's <laughs> <Soji's> like, she's <laughs> like, like, got both of her hands up, and Gerardi's like, clinging on to her, like, Don't oh, yeah. gonna be
2: over. Watney, you make Two some of the best people. faces. I swear. I know. Well, and even I Rios
3: know. is like, Yeah.
2: <laughs> this
1: he is fucking shit. loves it.
4: And oh, I love God. Rios. He's really growing on me. I think mm. he's just like, so solid. He I like, knows himself, Rios. you know?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they
4: yeah. Definitely
0: they definitely made a weird impression of him in the beginning but now I'm like okay you're you're an actual person because at the beginning you were trying really hard. Yeah. He got some
3: therapy last episode.
2: He did. Well, he's he's like the, the sw- uh, swashbuckler, you know. So and space what's space what's the deal with these giant flowers in space? Oh, uh, the orchids?
0: It's the immune system of the planet. They built one.
2: Do you have a slide I of like that. Like
0: giant white blood, blood cells. They just go oh, those. I have a
3: slide of that. I just wanted to point out that they're fighting somebody in the middle of all this.
2: Yep.
0: The
3: Orchid. pops out of that trans warp uh, conduit, and he starts fighting with Lasarena. And I just want to point out this really cool move.
4: Uh He goes upside downy down. Rios
3: mavericks him. He like hits those air brakes and lets the bad guy fly right by and then starts engaging again. So <laughs> Top Gun reference.
4: Mm-hmm. He did and then they then Narrat copied him kind oh, of. Oh cuz yeah. I know That's they're like oh his, pu- he, his his pulse is almost undetectable and she's like it's a trap <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> We're going on and because like oh, I have Mars we have to <laughs> beam him directly to sickbay, and then all of us.
0: And then you know, Picard's
4: like, just because we can't just let someone die watching them wounded.
1: The I, hell I'm we sorry. can't.
0: I'm sorry. I need a soundbite for. We have marrows. We have marrows. I need Mar-os. Mar-os. <laughs> Mar-os. The
4: mushrooms. Marrows. We'll um, grab that in, in
3: post. <laughs> yeah, but that Borg cube comes out of that condo Aww, too, like the too, effect it is intimidating
4: it's like bigger than the fucking conduit yeah it's like like bigger
2: how did that fit
4: it's a square peg in a round hole literally
3: (laughs) you know what seven of nine is piloting that thing she can do anything she wants
4: oh yeah all about it
2: well yeah i mean she's an ace pilot
4: does she connect herself again you think to do that I'm sad that they didn't actually see we didn't get to see the Borg cube like fight anyone, but then they would just completely destroyed Merrick. It hasn't so, happened yet, but the board now the cube is on they just took it and dumped it on the planet. It's like right. what you're not you can't I think we're Borg gonna see cube. some cool
3: fireworks next episode.
2: well, yeah, that's it's gonna be the big showdown. and now look, this is what I noticed when I was watching the episode, but see that right there on the slide. That hole there is that the is that the spot the where sphere. the sphere is, is usually housed? Yep. So yeah, you got this big ass cube coming out of that that conduit and uh, these these flowers try to slow it down as it crashing towards the planet. I'm like, whoa, big boy.
4: That's what beautiful flower so... probably came from.
3: Right? <laughs> beautiful flower was just feed me Seymour
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so, so a bunch of Seymour's come up from the planet.
3: So we get these, It looks so weird. These orchid <laughs> veiny satellite things. Mm-hmm. They're pretty. They're pretty. <laughs> and we get there. They start going after La Serena. And you can see here.
1: Where's my and laser
4: pointer? For our listeners on like anchor.fm or Spotify, wherever you can listen to us online, um, we have a YouTube channel. And on this channel, you can watch us have our discussions. Um, and while we are having these discussions, we're, we're playing basically screen grabs of cool images and scenes from the episode, um, alongside of us. So check our YouTube out.
2: Thank you. Yes. Of yes, course. please do. All so you knowledge. can and Dag put a lot orchids. of time into these, uh, these screen captures.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: The orchids please. are eating La Serena.
4: They're coming after
3: that board cube. And in the distance, this pixel right here, that's Narek's, uh, what do they call it, a snakehead? I
4: like how f- we just a snake name for fun. Narek. Biter. Narek. Narek. It's better uh, than Horayan, Oh, uh, Don't get started yeah. on that again. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just face it,
0: he's <laughs> a wreck,
4: and that's the end of it.
2: Oh. Um, <laughs> he's So a wreck. I'm confused nice, like about it.
4: the purpose of these flowers okay you know you can you can enclose la serena just yep. fine but then they try and fuck with the cube and they're just like hanging on the sides of it like they're not actually able to do anything
3: well they're power draining
4: oh how do you point? know that
3: because they drained the power from la serena
0: they had no power
2: right they, yeah they, she they, went black start
3: her up I've got a really cool slide coming up.
2: <laughs> well, I the way that I took it was was not so much that they were trying to harm either ship. It was just that they were they were heading towards the planet. And It was kind of like this is how you're going to land because otherwise it's a you know basically it was a controlled crash. At least that, I that thought was, they
4: were protecting Soji at first.
2: Mm-hmm. I just figured I it was
3: space. It was like atmospheric dispense
2: airbags breaks. deploy airbags. the space airbags
4: like ships well, already don't have those they're called brakes
2: <laughs> yeah where are the brakes in a bore cube
0: it, it on the planet
2: like, on the left on the, the planet is the brake
0: whatever stops it from moving the planet seven's...
2: is
3: the
0: brake pad
2: <laughs> seven's pumping
3: the brake pad like it's not working it's not working we're going down <laughs> So basically
4: good. think about how huge that cube is because rafi made a point she was like something that size going that fast and eh, i don't know i mean i just think about like when something that big reminds me almost like of 9 11 mm-hmm. with like the two towers thinking right. about the mass of those buildings and the speed and velocity and just like just monumental Like momentum of that like that's honestly what came to my mind was like and the borg is bigger than that of course so how is it even still standing how is it still i guess it's plot armor but i I think it's probably makes all these points and they're like yeah it's fine
2: (laughs) i think it's plot armor mixed with uh i'm sure it's got a it was a controlled landing. I mean, a, a controlled crash landing. It's, it's not that there wasn't any damage, but I, I don't think it hit with uh, much speed. Those uh, The flower breaks seem to have slowed it down enough and absorbed enough of the impact. So, mm. yeah, there's there's that.
0: Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but as La Serena was going down, did did it seem like part of the flower, I know a lot of it like burned up on re-entry, but... Did it seem like part of it, like, ballooned out like a parachute? Almost, they weren't plummeting as fast as they could. Yes,
2: have been. You're, for you're... something
0: as dense as, you know, a planet sucking you down in gravity, it's almost like the flower acted as a parachute in a way yes. to keep you from being completely flattened to upon spotted back.
3: That, that was Maybe how flower. I it. Go get yeah. those things in orbit and bring them back.
4: <laughs> they're, they're very uh like they're just uh single use apparently yeah.
3: it's really interesting that they could leave orbit without burning up but then they fall back into orbit
4: yeah how do they up. get up out how do they get well, out
0: if they can like float in space maybe they can like float against the gravity that doesn't i don't know it's like, they, would have, like just they have to have some up kind out of, of the propulsion atmosphere. yeah and th- then mm-hmm. rode the ships back down.
2: I don't know. I, I kind of took it as, like like anything else, uh, if you don't have the right re-entry angle, if you don't hit it the right way, that that's going to happen. And it seemed like under the conditions, none of them were really able to control uh, or, or have the uh, re-entry they wanted, especially not the cube. I mean, that, that thing's not made for any kind of Planet landing, so it's it's best effort on that.
3: To be fair, it is a dice, and it only lands on one side. <laughs> right,
2: it's going in one way, see, it's landing one way.
3: We see here, the, mm-hmm. the cube entering the atmosphere. And I didn't get the screenshot of what happened afterwards, because it enters the atmosphere, and then this, you know, the pressure builds under it until it explodes up and around it, and you see this exhaust fan around it from the heat of burning up those components on reentry.
2: It was it's nice. intense. It was, it's it really nice looking, and so yeah, yeah, I would not have wanted to be on that either one of them, and Picard. Oh, look at this—he is—he he looks the way I do when the roller coaster is finally over. <laughs> because I I got to tell you a story real quick. Last last summer I went uh, uh, went to Kings Island with the kids and uh, decided to ride a couple of roller coasters with them. And I don't know what happened since the days when I was younger, but I thought I was going to die on this thing. And we uh, uh, we rode the Beast. I don't know if you guys ever ever heard of that one, but it is Mm-mm. it is ridiculous. Um, and it's I think it was the world's first. All wood roller coaster. Uh, so, so, yeah, it, you know. And I'm just, I'm just holding on for dear life. It's like this thing's going too fast. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought I was gonna clip my head off on some of those turns. And I was thinking, okay, I am, I'm too old, I'm too old for this shit. So, when it was done, when it was uh, pulling in, I looked exactly how <laughs> Picard looks oh, right now, yeah. with with my kids. And, and look at the, the inset there, you know, those are my kids looking at me like, dad, do you wanna go again? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, here we see Picard slowly going unconscious due to the effects of the disease that he was diagnosed with before
1: he left Earth.
2: Are they ever gonna just come out and say what he's got instead of hinting? No. Mm, okay. You don't get to know. It doesn't need to be a thing it it doesn't but my money's on the pneumatic syndrome which was what he had in the future scenes of all good things the uh, TNG series finale you mean
3: the series finale where an older picard who's kind of going
2: crazy gets gets a bunch
3: of people together who don't really know what they're doing to fight off the end of the universe oh i like it that was that Not was a his sharp first reference rodeo. right <laughs> <laughs> so picard wakes up and Gerardi's there, and she's got a tricorder, and she tells him that she knows what's going on in his brain. Not like it was a really big secret. We all already knew, but he hadn't told everybody he else can't yet.
4: met a game. She can't met a game. You
3: know. So he sits down, and he's <laughs> like, here's the deal. Don't make a big deal out of it, or you piss me off.
2: I like that. And th- that is what I really like about the show, about picard is uh that's that's the kind of thing that someone a real person would say you know d- it didn't didn't sound fake didn't sound forced it was perfectly within the moment it's not formal that that's what I, I had been looking for uh, for the last uh couple of recordings that we've done when i was just talking about how people interact and in- interact with each other is that it's not always so formal uh tng and all the other shows, sure, there was some informality, but it almost seems stiff now compared to Picard because people really are acting and talking more like you would think actual mm-hmm. people would.
4: Yeah, just like in The Penth*. I think we talked about that a little bit in that episode was... That it's almost the inverse of TNG because in TNG you have like their rank and file, Mm -hmm. everything is uh, yes sir, engage, take us out, Mister Wolf. Like it's all, it's all like professional, and then you see the you see everything peek through, like the humanity and and personal moments peek through. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was humor, of course, but it's all it's all umbrellaed by the professionalism. And now in Picard you get, he's being called like, you know, JL. Um, everyone's kind of just doing their own thing. They're just surviving in the galaxy. And it's kind of like, he's has a ragtag group of people. Now it's not, there is no rank and file. I mean, even Rios like defers to Picard for stuff. So
3: Starfleet through and through.
2: Yes. Yeah. He he recognizes the, uh, the, the better experience in a combat situation uh i mean he's he's a great pilot but i mean Picard is pretty legendary and he knows he knows his stuff so yeah Picard warns them not to piss him off and they are making their plans for her planet fall
3: I really like this sequence here with between Rafi and soji and
1: mm-hmm.
3: she hands soji a wetchet
2: Oh, what's what's a Wetchen? The Wetchin's a, new. The y- yeah. Wetchins
3: are in next episode, spoiler. <laughs> the, the Wetchins, mind. okay. Yeah.
2: No, but like
4: Wednesday. She gives Soji like a, a gun. And a this is a
3: total uh, opposite of what happened in the last episode when Soji was gonna shoot her. So it just shows
0: uh, yeah, some people just floppy floppy so what <laughs> I think it also truly demonstrates Rafi's I'm not sure it's a need per se. It might be that she's developed this since her own family has just kind of been like, "We're done with you. We're not. We're not dealing with this anymore." And she feels alone, so she's reaching out to whoever's immediately around her. Oh sure, yeah. We found out that Gerardi technically betrayed them, S- sort of. Technically, and and her first uh, you know idea is like, "You're clearly in distress." Let's go have some cake.
2: (laughs) Cake makes everything better. You you can't deny that. And she immediately
0: wants to bond with with Soji because, you know, oh, last child, I will pack bond with you because that's what we do as humans. Yeah.
4: Let me hug Um, you, Picard, and tell you I love you.
0: Right.
3: (laughs) Stuff like that. We'll get there. Yeah, (laughs) we'll get there. But I just just
0: think this really demonstrates how much Raffi needs connection right now. Mm -hmm. And she's using... A service to other people, as to try to build them up, as a way of giving that connection or, or getting that connection for herself. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah, know, reaching out to Soji and only, you know, that smile she does right when you know Soji accepts it, and she's like, you kind of will see your light up for a split second at, at that last flash of the scene there.
4: Hmm. I'm I'm liking Rafi more and more. I think she's like in case we run into your ex-boyfriend she's like yeah you're right we well that. <laughs> she's she's
2: stepping up more i don't know well, well, fungus. If, <laughs> yeah
4: sorry <laughs> you mean rafi's stepping up more
2: it it seems like it yes it seems oh like she's, i i think she's kind of
4: like she um, got
2: her second wind
4: well after like the revelations of the rioses mm-hmm. with her um You know, and she kind of got some confidence there and she's scared, but I think she's super capable. I mean, she basically like drunkenly negotiated her way onto a board cube. Right. So she's always been capable, but now she's focused, I think. She's She's been validated.
2: The The conspiracy
3: she had is true.
4: She's Mm -hmm. not crazy. Yeah, she's not. I think she knew she wasn't, but like the world was against her, the universe. Right.
3: and Picard has validated her and I think that plays into a lot in that scene later where she tells Picard, For everything you've done for me, thank you. Because she's validated her. She's proven he has proven to her that this crazy shenanigans was true.
0: She also turned around and validated Soji by saying, Oh well, you you know, you're crazy Romulan X she could have said something different along the lines of putting Soji in a category of non-sentient life that wouldn't be capable of having a relationship, much less an ex. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. she chose, despite having her entire conspira- conspiracy validated, to validate Soji in return.
4: Exactly. The humanity. She validated her humanity. Or her her sentience? inclusion. Her Am sentience, I a person? Her sapience. Yeah. Yeah. But she also, like, based, said, like, oh, you're crazy ex, right? Like, it's not, it's it's not, it's like, of course it's a big deal to Soji what happened the betrayal, but now it's being framed as, like, something anyone could go through. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily, like, uh, the worst thing that's ever happened to her, you know? I mean, I'm sure it hurts, but she seemed, later on in the episode, which we'll get to, she seemed a lot more like, fuck you, after to him after He's so good i just I wanted know. to
2: tell her don't feel bad you know your, your dad got dumped by a girl too he tried a relationship and it didn't work out <laughs> so
0: which you know. one's dad
2: well uh, actually you know yeah you're right it's not data anymore it's... you're talking about data and tasha right or no data and uh, the what what's her name um oh geez the jenna Desora. The... It Was that the Torpedo Tech girl, the uh, the on-the-budget the, on the Linda Hamilton? Remember that, that actress? <laughs> Whoa, because I think
3: the same thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, uh, that that actress was actually...
2: Um, when you won Linda Hamilton, Alien but you don't, don't have Linda Hamilton money.
3: She was in Alien Nation.
2: <laughs> Alien Nation, yep.
3: That was Jenna DeSora in, I think, the fourth season episode, in theory, of TNG.
2: I believe you're right. I, so you I got
0: Dana, maddox, and soon, so I'm like, who's dad?
2: Right. And that that's that's a good question. So who who is dad? And you I, ever I'm... remember that show from the eighties, My Three Dads? My Three
3: Dads.
1: Oh, wow.
3: Three that men was... and a little soji.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Somehow I felt Data, you were going there. So and Maddox, and they all played a part.
2: Yes. Three men and a baby.
3: <laughs> Dr. Flux would be proud. <laughs> so they get off La Serena and they have a little powwow and they realize they want to go check out the board cube first to see if Elnor or Hugh are still alive because Picard doesn't know about Hugh. So they get there. And this board dude's like, LoCutus. And then Elnor shows up and there's hugs. It's
0: like you Locutus, everybody in the room goes, oh, you get Yeah.
4: She looks so good. I love She's Seven's triumphant pose here. She's just like yeah. kicking
3: Romulans off her cue. She's like
4: fucking about time, motherfuckers, though. <laughs> uh, right, this much. is this is and the best picture Picard, of Seven of Nine. It is good. She looks good. She looks happy. Um, I think something Picard said upon his reunion with Elnor about Hugh is like, he said something like, it must have taken something incredible to persuade such a gentle person into an act of violence. And I'm like, where was he? Where was Hugh violent? Right. At all. First of all, like, yeah, that that doesn't make sense to me because he got. It's just Picard musings, I guess. But the writers like didn't correct it by with another character who was there. (laughs) Like Elnor was the most violent, really
2: is one of the things where the line was written from the perspective of someone who's writing everything else and knew what happened, but forgot that the character was not present for the situations.
3: Maybe the violence is because Hugh said he was going to take back the cube and get the export, the XBs out of there. And Mm -hmm. that was violent.
2: Right. Okay. Hmm.
0: I feel like Picard would have a, Different opinion on that, considering violence and some of the stuff he's done, you know, from TNG and a couple of movies. I guess I feel oh, like oh, you mean the time back... that he
3: broke the Borg Queen's spine?
0: Yeah, oh. well, yeah, but taking back he the also... entire cube and the XBs doesn't really feel like it would fall into the category of violent for Picard.
4: Yeah, it just seemed very odd. I was like, wait a second, Hugh was violent, and then I look, I thought about. It. I was like, no. He really wasn't. They didn't have a chance to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they get reunited and all the XBs are like, lo cutis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's
4: good? What's good, lo cutis? Welcome back to the ship. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and
3: then Picard asks them to get the sensors working and we see 218 birds of prey on the way.
2: Yeah, the, the party's coming. It does not look good. And that's that's an ass whooping that's coming in at high Alfred Warp.
0: Hitchcock is rolling in his grave.
2: <laughs> this is
3: like that time you had that small birthday for some of your friends, but one of your friends called the guy who runs the fraternity down the street.
2: Oh, Jesus. Oh, and now God. the frat's coming. Here comes the frat.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, please. No, <laughs> You can so, stay home, birds of prey. Really, we don't need you. You don't need that many. Christ. Warbirds.
2: Oh, those are warbirds. Yeah, coming in. Yeah. Oh, warbirds. Warbirds. bird of, of prey. Klingon. Klingon? No, nice warbirds so is Romulan. Yeah, the the. They bro- technically, bear. they
3: are both Romulan. Like 150 years ago.
2: Right. Right. Okay. Whatever. Romulans um, and Klingons have designations of birds of prey, and warbirds. Like birds. Yeah.
4: Wow. Original. Birds. <laughs> Everything's a bird because you fly (laughs) in space. You're
3: going to get a Ferengi (laughs) showing up. I
4: I am a Ferengi from the USS Aviary. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) We are flying the sparrow. The sparrow.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, um, Seven's parents flew the raven.
4: Yeah, stop (laughs) with the
0: birds. Voids.
4: Hitchcock, again.
2: And Picard. If it
0: was the Ferengi ship, it should be named something for
2: rain. Right. Yeah. Because they, how many words mm. for rain do they have?
0: Too many.
2: Right. Right. Yeah.
0: Anyway.
1: Picard's Picard and
3: even... Elnor talk, and he tells Elnor, "You have more work to do here." And Elnor's like, "I don't want to leave you, or I don't want to lose you." And are you? to be the last time I see you. And Picard says, well, that's true of any two friends who are saying goodbye. And one of the things about this scene where Picard walks out is Seven adopts the precise Seven pose. Standing up, hands behind, back. This is her at ease kind of position.
1: hmm mm-hmm.
3: He leaves. Yeah, for... Go ahead. And they get to the compound, which looks like a culty
2: compound.
0: Looks like a resort. I got except... a feeling
4: some culty shit's going on.
2: It, it, it's a resort. It does look like a resort. I'm on I, a vacation I, there.
0: I got a rant on this one, but I'll let everybody
2: else first go first. Let, let's hear it. Let's hear the rant.
0: All right. <clears throat> so, this is an awfully nice modern large beach house somewhere in malibu or something (laughs) um (laughs) but we show up in, in all of our all of our our synthetics are in a very specific utopian presentation how they're dressed what they're doing their jewelry their clothing the yard stuff around them the architecture the the tools they have in their hands they're playing what is it 3d chess again with fancy pieces we haven't seen before. The colors that are chosen for them are all very warm. We have yellow and orange and pink and some terracotta reds. No really cool or cold colors are around mm-hmm. here. And they're very loose and they're very airy. And uh, Rio said it was hot when they came out of the ship. So that makes sense. Um but you know they're they're sort of they're not really clothes meant for working. You've got people who are topless or people who are in crop tops and people who are in long flowy things <laughs> that are like only one shoulder and stuff like that.
4: Very like Justice TNG. What is it? Se- <laughs> I season the same thing. season one episode eight, right? Don't drop when your wes- when drive. Wesley when Wesley gets a fucking death sentence from these people. There's always some weird shit going on when you have the flowy crop tops.
0: Well, exactly, and I thought that's a <laughs> nod to this that we've got this classic we found the utopian community presentation from star trek that we've seen in the past mm-hmm. and of course the rest of us all know that like okay so they're up to something what is it come on what is it but it, it's the presentation is so classic there's such a nice nod to you know this is this is the utopia that's not really a utopia or maybe it is because it's this i don't know um and they're demonstrating, you know, various symbols, but like jewelry it's popular right now and stuff. And and just, just I, I'm sorry, I, I get sucked into the costumes, but I, just aesthetic. That is where they went for this.
2: Aesthetic. Well, that, that's what you like. I'm glad you noticed that, the, uh, uh, the costume stuff. And this is a great opportunity for twins in Hollywood to get work because- <laughs> You know, th- this is their calling right here. Look at this. They got to this...
4: be tan and hot, though.
2: Yes, With
0: have... varying degrees of gold and shiny.
2: Correct. Yeah. yeah. It, and that's that was really cool with with this. So I, I didn't, I wasn't expecting to see so many. It it looked like Maddox was just, they were just churning these uh, these androids out. And the other thing that was pretty cool is that you you see uh, different revisions. Of of the twins, like the the ones that were more of the uh, uh, data, you know, goldish-looking kind of face and eyes. Like that's you know your your standard. This is what a uh, assumed type Android looks like. And then they get to a point where um, then you have the the next revision, which they look more human. Uh, I I like that. I liked seeing kind of the the old and new technology. Well, I don't think. Old and new is a good, th- but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. you, you you see the two versions uh, amongst each other, uh, so you kind of see a, a progression that that's been happening there. And that was the that was the thing that really piqued my interest. Is so how how were they turning these these out so much? It it, it looked like they actually were indeed able to um, to to duplicate using the uh, uh, positrons and we're just making, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand it. Uh, I'm sure it is one of those things that we're not supposed to fractal neuronic cloning. Fractal Are they all neurotic.
4: derivatives of data? Basically. That's what I feel. Yes.
3: I feel like they got with the eyeballs you know. to do the thing. Mm-hmm. And then Ugh. we get super surprised.
2: Oh my God. This surprise coming up.
3: Super duper surprised. Welcome back, Brent Spiner. Yes, yes. As another Soong. He's played three of them now. Eric Soong in Enterprise.
1: Mm -hmm. Noonie and Soong
3: in The Next Generation. Mm -hmm. And now, I don't remember, Alton Soong? Alton Soong. But his initials are Mm -hmm. A-I. Alton Inigo. Is that a toss to Princess Bride? Who knows? My name is Sultan <laughs> Is
4: it actually all, all data?
0: I know, all I know is traits for the soon male line are all clearly dominant because we're never going to know what mom looks like ever. Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter or...
2: who mom is, what she looks like. The, <laughs> he could be
4: Laura for all we know.
2: Right. They're, they're all, <laughs> they're all, they are all well, going Laura's to look.
4: look huh? is, he all, a, is he in a shed somewhere? Laura, Steve Jobs looking ass, grandpa looking ass.
2: All the all the males in the soon line. <laughs> Just <laughs> <laughs> that's some strong genetics right there, right?
4: <laughs> they look they're the same fucking person. You're I know not
2: cool that, Watson.
4: <laughs> I'm not talking to you. Uh, I'm oh, talking oh. to the talking to the just fucking talking. Okay. The real secret
0: is soon figured out how to live forever. <laughs> Joke's on y'all.
1: Hey. Yeah, no. it's a very
4: prominent. Genetics,
1: there. yes. yes. <laughs>
4: so they're all narcissists, basically. Maybe I'm going to make two androids. It assume... look just like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: cute. <But> it's... <gasps>
0: That's why they did the twin thing because Data and Lore. Oh. Yeah. Am I allowed to be here anymore?
2: Data and Lore before. We no, need. It, we it, need
4: to accept these things. The, the okay? twin
2: The twin thing wasn't a thing then. It was just. B B four was the first one didn't really work out, then lore definitely didn't work out, then data. So it was just. It, I no, feel lore
0: like could have been a good cue.
2: Possibly, yeah, but I, I'm I'm really glad that we saw we get Brent Spiner playing another soon. I mean Jesus, this the soon line has been causing trouble for at least two hundred and thirty some years, with the the augments and then. Like the the Cybernetics, right? They really
4: be doing too much. The Soongs,
2: the Soongs are the Skywalkers of Star Trek.
4: Gross, how dare you! Well, no one's... I
2: mean, how dare you, Big i I'm not wrong. Am bring I wrong? That,
4: don't you bring that into in here onto us.
2: Don't you bring that evil no. on me, Ricky Bobby?
4: Don't you bring that evil on me? I don't want to hear it. <laughs>
3: Hey, as Shit. long as nobody reaches behind their back and pulls out a lightsaber, I'll be okay. Oh,
2: Go to that's the
4: next slide, please. All right,
2: so... the next slide, we have a lightsaber. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so we I'm, meet. Everyone's
4: looking cute. Yeah, I mean,
3: we it, meet Sutra.
4: Fucking bitch.
3: Who is wearing the gold <laughs> makeup that that Brent Spiner tested? All
0: of the gold makeup.
3: Gold makeup, gold eyes, mm-hmm. black hair.
0: You know who she reminds me of? This is, Please this say
3: is... some kind of goddess from Greek mythology, because I was getting huge vibes, but I couldn't look it up.
0: You're going to love me. But she comes on screen, and I immediately, I don't know if you guys have seen this movie. If you haven't, you should, because it's great. Pocahontas? There was an, anim- an animated movie a um, couple decade ish is ago called Sinbad. Mm-hmm. Uh, by Dreamworks, and she looks like Eris, and she talks like Eris, and she walks hmm. like Eris.
4: Are you talking about the lady with the flowy hair? The, the sentient hair
0: that moves, and yeah. she, like,
4: can the embody The most beautiful any hair any, to ever exist in any, any space, space in, film.
0: in whatever she wants, the goddess of, of discord and chaos. Yes! Here we go, Eris Incarnate.
4: Yeah, she's definitely giving me the vibes. Um, maybe not quite as malevolent. I think she's definitely... Oh, just don't get me started on this lady she's just she's got some lore. she's Never evil started. sexy suji who apparently can fucking read and then obtain whatever ability is in the book
0: i got a la mind I got, melding i got serious oh. questions on the mind melding page yeah what yeah, right. the hell
4: i'm i i just don't get it if someone wants to explain it i just don't think that that's like fair Hi,
3: to vulcan i'm dag and i'm the trivia master
2: uh-oh, he's please, got something for
3: us. Do. I mean, it's really jumped down. She is probably, in my in my opinion, she's one of the prototypes for the fractal neuronic cloning. So she still has that golden dermoplastic shield layer, but she's organic. She has an organic brain. She has organic nerves. She can do... Excuse me. <laughs> she can do the thing and read that mm-hmm. and translate that
1: hmm. I think
0: she's and she can Trent. handle
3: it because <laughs> she's a synth
0: it's a stretch
3: she's a synth that the people who built the admonition are looking for that's look- why she can read it
2: they're that's looking for sutra for is but she the destroyer
4: but romulans yeah. apparently Can mind melt. A half Vulcan, half Romulan can mind melt. Yes. So if the the trait of that didn't make Commodore O understand the admonition, like...
2: It was an interpretation. Everyone interprets something differently. Like I could... You could see something... But if the reason... mm -hmm.
4: If the reason why evil Soji can mind meld Mm -hmm. is the same reason that she was able to she was made for the admonition then why didn't commodore o get the full fucking message
3: theory okay if you're an organic the message you are getting is once you get to a certain level of synthetic life we wipe you out in favor of that life as as an organic i would feel threatened as mm-hmm. a synthetic, what I hear is they got to a certain point, they were scared of you, they tried to kill you, give us a call.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Organic busters.
0: Okay, I, I have I have one one problem with your two theories then. Okay. If if Sutra has an organic brain because she's the mm-hmm. fractal neurotic clothing, would it not have interpreted that properly? she would have to have a, a mostly positronic brain or something with a positronic base to it to have interpreted that that way instead of organically because an organic brain, the way it's coded, as later mentioned, that the the whatever phone number, for lack of better terms, um, that they needed to make this call is coded so that it would only be interpreted properly by a synthetic brain. She can't have right. an organic brain because she wouldn't have been able to read it. Also, the whole that.
4: the whole admonition is like a paradox because if you would have would have created it for everyone to understand, you wouldn't have a need to have these guys come back and fuck shit up.
2: Okay, I can I can see that.
4: Like if you, buy, you if hey, the I'm Romulans done. hadn't been misinterpreting this for millennia, mm-hmm. and and finally waiting for the day when the soon family line was born or what the fuck ever um
3: that's how we do it in the future we just kill everybody named sue save <laughs> ourselves the trouble
4: well like i just like the it's like the the admonition now to the sense is a big red button that they didn't know that they had and that was being interpreted as a big blue button from the Romulans like it's just like the the sentient the sentient beings way the fuck out wherever they are are actually creating the drama
0: the best twist to this is that when they show up nobody's holding the button oh
2: they show up what do you mean oh yeah oh they're gonna wipe out the planet
0: you think so you're gonna wipe out the admonition
4: (gasps)
2: but
3: Well, I don't know if they're going to wipe out the admonition. That's light years away. They're
0: they're just going to, if they make this call, they show up, they're going to be like, oh, well, that's nice. Um, You're all gone. (laughs) Nobody had the button.
3: But to answer your question about the brain problem, um, I might be the only one here who's read the book, The Last Best Hope by Uma McCormick.
2: Probably because I never heard of it.
3: That's okay. It's the prequel novel that i listened to back in january Mm -hmm. before the premiere and it is suggested that maddox used bioneural tech in the synths Mm -hmm. on mars so you could have an organic bioneural layer over a positronic brain
1: Mm -hmm.
3: and that would allow the admonitions memory to get interpreted uh correctly or at least the way dark soji did the
0: over the blinky lights and metal
3: okay can we call her evil soji now
2: um i I kind of like her name sutra Sutra. and i kind of like sutra because it reminds me of karma sutra so yeah that's why they did that how do you forget that yeah
0: that's exactly why they did that
2: come on throw me a bone
0: i think she's stupid no i mean that was the intent you got the intent they did their job
2: yeah yeah.
0: I just feel like it was kind of like. And she can
4: mind meld.
2: And she any can, mind sense meld.
4: can mind meld. Yeah. If they just read a fucking book. Right?
2: I mean, isn't that how you learn by reading?
4: Not if you're anyone else in this franchise that ever existed before the last episode. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes.
3: An android has learned how to mind meld.
4: By okay. the next stupid.
2: Well, but an, an android uh, learned how to do the Vulcan neck pinch.
4: Okay, can I have her earrings, though? The Vulcan neck pinch is not due to the physiology of the Vulcan. The Vulcan neck pinch is just knowing where to pinch.
2: Oh, well, okay. All right, you It got was
4: it It was like uh, Leonard Nimoy, when he was creating the character, what implied that it would be cool mm-hmm. if it, the pinch was like actually overloading the person that was being pinched, and that's why they fell. Right. But really, it ultimately be was decided that it was just like Fucking blocking a blood vessel or
1: whatever.
4: Is there like a point there or something? Yes, I don't know. Something and something it's not be being a Vulcan. It's having pressure point there what to do. A susmana or something shitty. I don't know. I'm just annoyed. (laughs) I'm just annoyed by this android who can mind meld. And I don't think that's unreasonable. Like you can explain anything if you wanted to. No. But if the audience is like what? It's a smidge god modded. It, it is a riding it's, stretch. The immersiveness. Oh gone. app I'm Just gone. I'm like, fuck, they're doing this shit again.
0: It's Like that one OC where you're just like, oh, 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 okay.
4: T- oh, okay, tone it down a little bit. Just, yeah, just
2: it.
0: it's like, you Come up, get it, it you're hot. What else? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can fucking
2: my mouth. I know. Mean, it's like, do you, do you have to be hot and have skills like that?
0: <laughs> the, the almost kissing the was weird. I was like, threat. really?
2: We're doing this? We're doing it? Really? Oh, yeah. we think gotta, we
0: gotta really? She's overcompensating because she knows is
1: that Soji. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, she's overcompensating because she knows that Soji is the more advanced ver- version of her. Mm-hmm. So she's like, yeah. let me get my sexy outfit on. I wear this all the time, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I wear pink makeup, too. Her hey, makeup actually wait. looked really cool.
0: That's a, Wait, that's a fantastic idea. If they created... It, it, they, they have feelings and whatnot, so... You could be completely right.
4: That she's compensating?
0: Yeah. Yeah. She could be angry just... that there was better versions made of her.
2: Oh, so, jealous.
0: Oh, yeah. She's definitely
4: feeling self-conscious.
2: Jealousy. It, so. All right. Yeah. Let's get on to that next slide. So okay, that yeah. Mind yeah melt. Let's,
4: let's keep going.
2: <laughs> God. Right. So there's a
3: series of mind melt slides. I'm going to go through and just narrate what... Soji or what dark soji took away from this mind meld. We'll just run through it. Number one. Life is created. (laughs) Life creates synthetic life. And we get jealous. We're like, you guys can live longer than us. You don't know death. Wah. And we want to wipe out that synthetic life. So, hey. All you synthetic life, they can check out our message. Give us a phone call. We'll show up. We'll wipe out those organics, and you can come chill with us. Slide into the DM. And they say that they exist beyond time and space. It's like a synthetic federation across all the galaxies.
4: Can you bet? Go back two slides. (laughs) Cross-eyed. he looks cross-eyed doesn't he we're both that's we both is that what
2: you that, two right? were laughing about Yes, yeah, that like, you're laughing about the, the, Android he's a prototype. Like, the
4: androids like <laughs> he's adorable please use that
3: as the cover for the video
4: Just... <laughs> yes.
1: it's so no good. Oh, the that's cross-eyed, what it's so, the tongue out i'm not on it. tiktok
2: that, that's that's the one okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're, we're, let me um, get a time code here. And uh, okay, about fifty minutes in. <laughs> no, please, please. Anyway, I, like, right, right, I so want. Like, I was the ahead. feature. of don't want your
3: The Starfleet Delta, in the eye and in the guy's chest. There, uh, Michael Shabon confirmed on his Instagram that. Uh, these images are meant to be interpreted by the person experiencing the admonition. So in a sense, the audience is getting that experience.
0: So they're tailored to the viewer.
3: Starfleet bad. Starfleet bad. So the
2: admonition is basically what you want to see?
3: It sort of like interacts with your brain
2: to Uh take what
3: you already know and interpret it in a way that sends the message across.
2: Okay, all right. Starfleet bed. It's
0: like imagining something looks like a human because you can't imagine it looking like anything else. That's what's familiar. Hmm.
3: When you hear hoofsteps, you think horses, not zebras. Yes. All right, so we get that mind meld, and uh, (sighs) we end up in Dr. Soong's lab, where he has created... A golem, which mm. is basically a fleshy droid self, but... and he tells Jorahdi, <laughs> uh, "You can avenge Bruce's death if you help download my brain into this thing. So when the Chthonics show up, I don't die." <laughs> the
0: what now?
3: Like Cthulhu, but a robot. The, the Cthulhu robots. It's Cthulhu, Cthulhu
2: chicks. All The Cthulhu, no,
4: Cthulhu sense. <laughs> <Cthulhu
0: synths. laughs>
2: Now, did you, <laughs> did you catch, did you catch really, what,
0: he, he laid it on a real thick on her, wait a second,
2: Synthulu, oh, Sinthulu. I like it,
4: ladies and gentlemen, Synthulu. we have a winner,
2: so did you, did you get how Anton Patented said that, it.
4: copyrighted,
2: that there is a, there is a sense of urgency uh, with him getting this thing working so he can be transferred into this body Uh, So apparently it's either he's got some kind of illness, sickness, something. So he doesn't have much time. And this is what I'm thinking with that that little uh, line there is that he's going to get his consciousness transferred into this body. And what we're going to get is either a de-aged or CGI Brent Spiner. Or a combination of both, uh, of another data, or Jay,
3: are you saying you wouldn't want this face to walk around in the next season of Picard?
2: No, no, I'm sure that 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 needs to be yeah. it's
3: Captain Baudet. No, that you needs to see be his skull.
2: <laughs> they need to put some skin on that, but uh, no, I think I really think that's that's the setup of how we get how we get data is
4: I think it's gonna go wrong.
2: I mean, of it course, creepy? it's going to go it ha I mean, creepy. it's going to
4: go wrong because he's basically mind transferring, which I don't think they said has ever been
0: done.
2: It's been done. Right? Um,
0: on, purpose.
2: Uh, oh, on purpose. Oh, on purpose. Yes. Yes. Remember Ira Graves in uh, season two, TNG? Oh, uh, he did
3: transfer his brain into data.
2: Yes. That was. Yes. So hmm. it's it's okay. been. Yeah, it's. It's been done. I mean, not, not en masse like they're mm-hmm. trying to do now, but yeah.
4: I, I, I think the urgency he's feeling might be the 218 objects.
2: The impending ass whooping that's coming?
4: <laughs> flying towards.
0: <laughs> I think it's Heavily the intention on, on doing this, contacting this other synth yes community i think that's the bigger concern the romulans have no idea how just far in over their heads they are
2: oh god yes
4: not i mean well they 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 don't know but the the synths are not in any position now to like call these people
3: i don't think it's not easy the romulans interpret this as a warning hey don't make Make sure synth life doesn't get out of hand, otherwise these bad guys come and kill you all. They never expected a synth to get the admonition and be like, oh, uh, organic exterminators, phone number.
1: Mm-hmm. Got it.
3: So after this scene, we get Soji and Dark Soji and a plan. And first, I just want to point out how cool it is that like some of these things are floating off in the background.
2: Oh, nice. Oh, they're so cool. Oh my, you've got a red laser pointer. I like that. And
3: Mm -hmm. Soji and Dark Soji are like, hey, let's call these guys. We need to save our people. Mm -hmm. And Soji's like, isn't there a way to do this without killing so many people? And Dark Soji says no. And then Narek Soji.
4: Yeah.
3: And I just want to say how hot these twins are that are... Gording Neric.
4: I think nerick's looking pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. What
3: bloody?
4: Yeah.
2: Watney likes her men. This is how I up, like it. Beat up, <laughs> R- roughed up, and and being carried away somewhere. Mm, if yes. Romulans
3: come along, you must beat it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible. What's about scene. this
4: moment? Weird. Is, so weird is that what you said oh my god me too because the whole I felt thing so was so awkward
2: it is yeah. awkward this moment like, they didn't sleep Giovanni. together right
4: yeah they did yeah they did
0: they, they slept they did. together they did, on the they ship. did.
2: Oh. i thought she
4: was like this is a mistake and i thought i thought that's where it ended
0: oh no.
3: she already committed the mistake
0: no no she sucks at that at good decisions
3: but
1: mm.
4: this is another well, one of those
3: here. star trek fails where the romance is like hey we're getting started and star trek's like nah it doesn't work
0: i i'm definitely confused because i'm like i can see you're clearly trying to push this but rios is not an idiot and
3: jiradi is so naive
0: jiradi's kind of naive but jiradi also has her convictions to to her passion which is you know cybernetics and, and in this case uh, okay, or else we're gonna throw it on here, but like it, it's like you're trying to go somewhere, but like they're not going to because both of them have their passions in life which they will follow.
2: <clears> well, never mind that a week ago, podcast, she killed her lover.
0: There's that too.
4: Maybe he's into that. I don't if know.
3: you're listening oh, to this podcast and you heard cat meow, you're not going crazy.
4: More incentive, one of our hosts YouTube.
3: has an adorable cat, and yeah. if you're watching this on YouTube. I wanna introduce Evie.
0: That that is the most oh, comfortable kitty I've Evie. ever seen.
3: Toby. Cat's cross eyed like that droid.
0: Oh my Toby. goodness. Some proud <laughs> this is prime content here.
3: So <laughs> Tobin's.
0: <laughs> I
3: think the I think the actors sold the scene. Mm-hmm. They did a good job with what they were supposed to do. The problem is the audience is going, When the hell did this happen?
4: I don't think there's any chemistry, honestly. <sighs> I was just no. cat.
0: Spot two.
2: Spot two. I, I just yeah let's bread.
4: the most important person in this whole show. Exactly.
2: Right, right. Yeah, this, this whole scene g- gives me the heebie jeebies. Let's can we move on to the it just totally. <laughs> <you anything laughs> to <laughs>
4: well he just like touches her face like bro
2: me? we're moving That's on. No, nope, don't go back on the slide forward. Can bro, I
4: need to talk no. about how awkward this made me feel. No, we already did go back through, it no. can back through it again?
2: No? Okay.
3: <laughs> we All have right,
2: more awkwardness so... to talk about, like this one.
3: Saga gives Raffi the bong of destiny.
0: It's the, the bong
2: of destiny. <laughs> it looks like the
4: ocarina of time. <laughs> it's the remote
2: from click. Oh, yes. It's all of these click. things.
0: Not it's all
3: um, of these things. And it's Adam supposed Sandler's to fix the ship. You just have to use your imagination. <laughs> Crazy tech. And Raffi, thanks, Picard, like we talked about earlier. Thank you for everything (laughs) you've done for me. I love you. You don't have to say it yourself. I don't. No. Unless you want to.
2: Then I will And he does.
3: And it's cute. It's a touching platonic scene. That's how I felt. This was not a romantic situation. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. Love you. How awkward was this, though? Like, in, in reality, if people tried to do this, it would probably come out this weird whatever i say hey hello. my friends all the time i yes i know yes, but Dag. they're assuming it regular people don't
4: jay
2: yes Yeah, i love you you don't have to say it back <laughs> i love you too man <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it's done that's how it's done
4: i really appreciate the display of emotion Thank
2: you. <laughs> it was good.
4: We just, we're all over the place on this podcast. There's a lot of emotions it.
2: happening here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we just stabbed Narek with the hummingbird instead. That would have been a better ending. <laughs> so much faster. Narek's oh, he would be prison. so embarrassed.
3: <laughs> Saga's like, I could let you have some water. Soji's like, no. And I hate you, Narek. And then there's this focus on this hummingbird, which if this. Show has shown nothing. Chekhov's gun is a thing. We show you a thing, it gets used later. Yes. It's hummingbird. It's someone later. That's, it's
0: like a quest basic, item. Like cinematography. Yeah. If if you focus on the thing or a person for just a half second too long, you're gonna see it in the next thirty minutes.
4: I mean, mm-hmm. unless it's a Borg queen, like seven, in which case nothing is going to happen. Oh. Well, Nothing happened. Well, I mean, I
2: mean, right, yeah. Well, no, no. They still got a Borg cube that they can do something with and there's one more episode so don't They crashed give up it into hope. the ground. W- don't give up hope let... yet. It's still there. It can do something. Can't show a Borg cube without
4: crashing it into a planet. <laughs> the Borg busters this.
3: The Borg are going to call their buddies that have been fighting the Synth gods, the, the Synthulus. Synth gods. And we're going to have a whole bunch of portals opening up and then it's going to be Avengers Endgame wait wait
0: yes. wait but where did the borg fall in all of this because they're not technically organic and they're not technically synthetic
3: where did the borg fall from
2: the atmosphere
0: at the, to to the ground. Sims, are the sins <laughs> that show up we're gonna look at them and go wait wait what
2: uh you, you here's here's my thought on that now that we are at the point where we are in the uh, in this season i think that the borg don't have anything to do with this entire thing besides being a a plot stopping point they assimilated the wrong ship with the wrong person on it they got the blue screen of death um, and 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 that was it the i i don't anymore think that the the borg has a um, a huge part in this story they are not the main uh people here in in the end. This is about the the synth and organics. The the borg were just we were in the wrong place at the wrong time. That that's just what I think. I have an idea. Okay.
3: Because I always have ideas. You do? Because I idea always guy. try to reconcile the plot.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: What if Synthulu shows up mm-hmm. and it sees the organics and the synths and the borg and it looks at the Borg and it goes, oh, you guys are like a fusion of organic insense. You're proof that not all organics destroy synthetic life. Hey, we're going to bail. You guys duke it out. Cheers. <laughs> so
2: they're you think, there. You think they're going to see the Borg as the... The, the, the one Borg that's... will be
3: evidence that organics can tolerate and accept a synthetic life without completely oppressing or trying to destroy it.
2: But the, that organic life had nothing to do with their their assimilation. That was not by choice.
3: Well, we don't care what happens to organic life.
2: Oh, okay. Synthetics
3: oppress
4: organics. Gotcha. Hey!
2: <laughs> fair, I don't know, I'm reaching.
4: What's fair
0: is fair.
2: Right, right. Okay. No, it's, it's, it's good. I, I hear what you're saying there, Dag. That's not
3: the right button.
2: Are you right.
0: trying to give Narek some weird redemption arc, and he's just a sh- piece of shit? I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you can't bring him back. You couldn't have brought him back from the first second we saw him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we get this interesting scene between Picard and Soji, mm-hmm. where she's trying to debate the logic of sacrifice, and maybe it's not logical. And Picard says the logic comes from whoever's holding the knife.
2: Okay, okay
4: blurry <laughs> that's
3: a song by puddle of mud
4: yeah Who didn't um, the show? who's holding the knife
3: anyway that's just the thing <laughs> you know he's trying to contact starfleet starfleet's not showing up soji shows up and she's like i'm trying to figure out the logic behind sacrifice because she's worried about jarati killing maddox And Picard just says the logic of sacrifice comes from whoever is holding the knife.
2: I like that. Needs of the
4: many versus the needs of the few. Yes, and
2: and Starfleet better haul get their asses hauled in gear because.
3: Give me my Enterprise. Give me my Enterprise.
2: Please, please, please. Who's going to be piloting it? We get a wharf
0: again.
3: What? Michael Dorn. No, Worf is captain of the Enterprise. Jordy is his first officer, and then the Voyager's is going to show up, and there's going to be Captain Chicote with Tom Paris, and I'm going to get all of my wildest dreams into the next
2: episode.
4: <laughs> Michael, Shabon, if you're
2: listening, you need to refilm I, I, the last episode and give us what we want. Yes. yes. Oh I, I want I want the Enterprise, uh, either the E or the F. I don't care. I really yeah, think. Yeah, give that...
4: me a Sovereign. <laughs>
2: You think the Enterprise E'd still be in, in service uh at this I mean, point because she's
4: only
3: twenty. She'd be like twenty seven? some she's only twenty seven.
2: Yeah, uh, okay.
3: Enterprise Enterprise was forty years old when she died. True. True when what? Okay. The original Enterprise one seven zero one was commissioned yeah. in twenty two forty something yes and she was destroyed in 2286 and the commodore in star trek 3 says jim she's 40 years old she's due for retirement and then we get star trek 3 where kirk steals that enterprise and blows it up in the orbit of genesis then we get the enterprise a and she runs from 2286 to 2293 mm-hmm. then we get generations 2293 we launch the b from 2293 To twenty two sixty-three, we get seventy years, and then we go from B to D, which is an average lifespan of about thirty-five years. Except we know the C was destroyed in the twenty three forties. So there's like twenty years without enterprise.
2: Right. Right.
3: And that was your history lesson, listeners. Thank you for watching. (laughs) I love what this
4: part. Next slide. Oh, that's lovely. Uh,
3: Dark Soji Mm -hmm. gives Neric. Is she dead? She took a thing to the eye. She's dead. I'm so sure.
4: Big fucking deal. I
3: totally. she's a
0: synth. She can't bleed out.
3: She can't. Well, she's bleeding. She does have (laughs) blood. Like internally. But I totally feel (laughs) like. I don't think Saga would have let Neric get that close to her. I think Uh Dark Soji let Neric go and then. Saga was like, Oh, hi, I thought we weren't letting him go. And Soji was like, Hey, look at that. And she grabbed the hummingbird and stabbed Uh her in the eye and she died and ran away. And here we have Mr. So cradling Saga with her perfect golden eye, which was really out of place. Like
1: Mm -hmm.
0: her golden eye. Okay, this guy is full of weird lines.
3: They're all all the songs are weird.
2: They're a little bit on the crazy side. I, I think I definitely agree with you, Dag. Because I was I was thinking about this, and I said, there is no damn way that that any organic is going to get uh, the drop on an Android and, and be able to accomplish that. It's just not happening. They're, Touchdown. They're too an Android
4: fast. on Android crime. Uh,
2: y- y- right. It, they're sure. they're too fast, too quick. <clears throat> it you can't you can't do it. Uh, so yeah, this this definitely had to be Sutra that that did that. Uh Narek, n- no way. Totally. Wow. And Sutra uses
3: this murder to galvanize the rest of the synths, to say, screw all organic life. Let's call our buddies who've given us their phone number to save us. And they'll wipe out the organics for us. And Picard is like, I I can fix it and Sùng is like no you can't they didn't listen to you
0: and then sutra's like i'm a cult leader
3: sutra is a
4: cult my leader. people that i yeah. murder
3: and look at the devotion yeah. <laughs> in soji's eye in the scene soji yes. is totally committed to sutra's plan
2: yeah she's well, got I the buy-in kind
4: of like, well i don't know I think she's Uh, trying to fit in with the people that she's been looking forward to meeting. That's probably true.
3: And maybe she remembers them. Mm -hmm. But where in this scene, and if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. If you're on Anchor or any other podcast channel, I'll describe it. But during this sequence, Dark Soji Sutra has dead eyes. And Soji's eyes are totally focused and and bright and expressive and she is bought in. That's the expression I mm. give when I was nine years old and my mom said, "Should we buy this flavor ice cream or this flavor ice cream or both?" And I was like, "Both." Both, yes. I
4: think she looks kind of like timidly afraid, yeah. like it's it's a wide eyed um, mm. look only... when you're trying to absorb all the information you can and make that decision
2: sure like but i think dag hit it on the the head uh dark soji i mean she's she's dead inside look at that that is the look of a killer i mean just just look at that
4: yeah she's looking fly
2: yeah oh no i mean don't get me wrong just it's like if
3: my mom is the cult leader of ice cream
2: yep i love you mom
3: <laughs>
2: My mom, by the way, is one of our biggest fans. She watches all of the episodes. Hi, Dags, mom. Hi, Dags, mom. Thank you. Thanks we love talking. you.
4: I'm listening.
2: Yes. Biggest fan. She she made a a, a comment the other day about uh, how we play off each other so well, which is which is great. I think it's, it's oh. good chemistry here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think That's we. So uh, sweet. Thank yep. you. We all go well together.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So Soji looking like yeah okay but i'm in i'm in i'm in i guess i'm in Mm -hmm. but she's worried about picard i think picard's rubbing off on her because she's like i don't want can we do this without violence which is something she was she's ready to kill narek just let him die and picard's like no we can't let people do that and so now she's like well do we have to do violence i think this is why she's the superior model Mm -hmm. um she has empathy and I think she'll come out in the end and win. I
3: think you're right. And Jay, I don't know if you saw the teaser, but there's a, the last scene of the
2: teaser. The, you mean the teaser for what he says? The, the teaser, teaser for the next episode in, No, I did not. I I didn't. I'm trying. I'm I'm at the same time. I'm trying to talk myself into going ahead and, and treating myself and watching it, but then also not. Uh, I'm very conflicted because like I've been I've been faithful for uh, two seasons of Discovery and a season of Picard and not watching the preview for the next episode, so I, I don't know, I'm, I'm conflicted. Well, and you know, I, I went back and watched the, the preview for this episode because I remember there was a comment you made uh, as I was editing the whole thing. You said something about, um, there were only a few slides you had for the teaser for the next episode because we saw a couple people we weren't supposed to see. And then I went back and watched the teaser and I'm not, like I didn't see, I'm not sure what you were referring to because I don't think I saw anything that was like an earth shattering spoiler.
3: I don't don't remember saying that we saw people we weren't supposed to see. I remember saying that I think the teaser for this episode that came out in the last episode showed like the first five minutes of mm-hmm. this episode, which it mm-hmm. did.
2: Okay. Okay. We got
3: the ship crashing and that was it.
2: So what, we didn't what, get a
3: board cube coming out of a transwarp conduit. Cause that's scary.
2: So what Watney said about, or what she just said uh, is given some credence in the next episode based on the teaser. You saw, right. What well, you what you said. Watney just okay. said
3: about Soji and empathy the very last frame of the teaser for episode ten validates that.
2: Okay. Ooh, tantalizing. Love I it. forgot what I, might, I what I might just the want teaser
4: to. was like. That's okay. I have
3: a slide.
2: Great. <laughs> Great slide for everything. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one.
3: All right. Um, So just in this scene here, I wanted to emphasize Picard is making this great plea. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'll speak for you. I'll be your voice. I'll defend you. And the Federation will accept you. And there's all these people who are listening to him like they're listening. They look interested in what he's saying. Right. They're not really emoting. And then Sung is like, right. They didn't listen to you about Mars. They're not going to listen to you about these guys. I'd mean,
0: also like to point
2: out that he won't get
3: very far because uh, he could start speaking and
2: then he could kick the bucket. Well, uh, yeah. I Hello, mean... my name is Jean-Luc Picard. Ugh. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. No. That's no. horrible. That's evil. It <laughs> right. well, I live. soon is right, though. It, was he wrong?
3: Soong no. isn't wrong. I definitely felt when Jean-Luc said, and the Federation will listen to me. I was like, yeah, right. They're setting then, him
4: up to be denied. Soon helped me
3: it's not right. gonna work. But the look of abject how dare you on Picard's face here.
4: He still has all of his pride, but none of his like
2: influence. Influence. You mean, you mean
4: th- that yes. Share.
2: There was a influence. there's an article I read uh today about that very thing is how this series is is trying to to tear down the, those things about about TNG where um, you know back in those days Picard could have thrown out a couple more speeches and you know everyone listened to him and, and all that and it's it's different now now uh he's he's having to have some acceptance of of the fact that you're not going to be able to give a rousing speech, that's that's going to to solve everything, and that all oh, that is sacrilege. What are you're, you're drawing a mustache in a bag? How dare you! Uh, but uh, yeah, you know that, that, and I think that's that's a good point. You, you, I, everyone gets to that phase in life, I think, where you know you can't you can't talk your way through everything you, you you can't always give that convincing speech and he's seeing that now which which is i i believe uh, still kind of kind of new for him you know, he's he wasn't used to getting getting turned down or, or rejected and uh soon was right it happened with the the whole uh, mars thing it it happened with the uh romulans uh you know they're they're pending doom so yes, he's, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know what to say. So, ooh, more evil yeah, Soji. Okay.
3: So in this scene here, Sutri, Sutra is like, lock him up. And he goes, o- she goes over to Girati and is like, let's lock her up too. And Girati's like, no, don't lock me up. I need to finish Bruce's work and give Soong uh, a synth body and soon advocates for her and Jir- and sutra sutra goes up to her and is like will you do this cuz if you like i can tell you and she's like yes and so Gerati gets to remain free and i feel like Gerati just told to like pulled the wool over Sutra's eyes there Mm -hmm. she's going to redeem herself and help Picard get back to La Serena
4: yeah but I think you know then that if she was lying then that just means that Sutra can't actually do that
0: That so you remove her
4: ability to do that in the future
3: or Sutra asked her would you die for this and she answered truthfully to a different question I would die for this. It's not what you're asking me, but yeah, I'll die That's for it. It's a
4: lie it. of omission. Yeah.
3: Vulcans are great at that, by the way.
4: Still a lie. Yep. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, if she doesn't do what she set out on doing, then um, she ends up freeing them, then Sutra's gonna be confused. I thought I could tell that you were lying. I can't, apparently.
0: Well, sutra
2: can also bluff. I'm telling she's you, she's also capable of murdering her own kind. Yes, I'm. I'm telling you, she's she's picked up that lore gene. It's in and there. you know why
3: I think sutra's pissed off yeah. because Jonna got killed. Yes, he trusted them and they killed us and dodge and screw them
2: mm-hmm. and, and dodge, dodge yeah.
3: and then Maddox under Girardi's hand. Yes. Right after the scene, we get Commodore Vulcan.
0: Badass. <laughs> Commodore, so sunglasses. Sh- Commodore sunglasses.
3: Commodore sunglasses. Yes. Commodore, sheets. Commodore yeah. sunglasses.
2: Commodore shades. Commodore
3: sunglasses. romulan
2: the proper romulan, way to
0: do Romulan shoulders.
2: Yes, yes. The, the Romulan shoulder pads have not gone out of fashion. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to see that.
3: She's just not wearing a box pillow anymore.
0: Looks far more intimidating.
3: Looking at you, Tom quilted (laughs) Yeah. And her and 217 of her friends are 24 hours away from making landfall.
4: Are there that many Jat Vash?
2: There are that many. Warbirds. Warbirds. That many warbirds.
3: Ships. There are that many warbirds.
4: Are we to assume that they're all Jat Vash? No. I don't think so. Why not? Why would regular Romulans get involved? I
3: mean, if
2: who knows you, what she told them?
3: You bring up a good point. And the last, maybe, you know, in the last episode, we saw one class of Jotvash take the admonition and two of them survived. One of them got assimilated. The other one is Narissa. Mm-hmm. What if there's a class like every so often? of Jad Vash and Romulans are as long lived as Vulcans. So you have all of these really long lived people. Who's to say there's not 217 of them waiting?
2: Okay. Okay.
3: They could all be yeah. Jad Vash ships. They okay. could all be Toshar.
2: Talshiar, sure. Yeah, I'll I'll buy I I don't I don't think we're dealing with the Romulan free state. Uh, I believe these ships, if anything, are ships uh, under Tal Shiar control, being overseen by Zatvash. Because if if you've got any any ships, you know what's left of the Romulan Star Empire, uh, I would I would have to think that allocating this number of, of ships for anything is that they, they don't, they don't have the, the strength of the force to just be throwing a fleet of 200 some ships together for a mission. You know, they, <laughs> that, that's like probably their entire fleet. So I cannot see uh, any reason that you could tell the, uh, uh, the Romulans if these were controlled or, you know, not under the, uh, the control of the Zat Vash or Tal Shiar that, of, of anything really, they're, <clears throat> excuse me, the Romulans are in no position to do any fighting, do any battle. You, you, you could come to them and say, uh, give me the the 100 ships you have left in your fleet. We have to go to this planet because these these synthetics want to destroy our way of life. And they're just going to be like, Yeah, what the, f- what the fuck do you expect us to do? You know, we've got, we got nothing here. Uh, so, yeah. So okay, if they are, let's just say they are. What do you want us to do? There, it, it's now these these have to be Tal Shiar or, or Zatvas. I just I don't I don't see, uh, you know, the, the regular Romulan uh, military wanting to risk getting involved in anything, anything.
4: Alternatively, mm-hmm. they could be like uh, Genghis Khan's army. Who just put dummies on horses to make themselves look like a bigger force than they were?
3: Drone Romulan ships.
2: Ooh.
4: Yeah, the Mongols did that. You heard it here first. Everybody.
2: (laughs) You heard it here first on Beyond Truck Podcast.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. I do like the belt buckle here. She's
0: got the Romulan. Everything's black now. Bird of Prey. Aesthetic
3: belt buckle.
0: First Mm -hmm. order goes white, Star Trek goes black.
2: yep she's I wearing mean, it's a utility belt they
4: they used to wear like they Pillow if you Starbucks looked at covers. this and you were not yes they used to have like a distinctive aesthetic sure the shoulder pads are there but if you Pretty did not watch star wars or star trek and you looked at this you would not be able to tell what this was
2: well no shit well, it's obviously- it's
3: obviously Babylon 5. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean,
3: yeah, I could, mean that's,
4: sure, it's, I mean, okay.
3: She's it's got the much. side cape that reminds me of Director Krennic from Rogue One.
4: That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. This kind of, like, sleek aesthetic, yeah, whatever. It's just, it's all the same.
1: Mm-hmm. You know?
3: So this episode ends. The Impending Doom, 218 Romulan Warbirds. Beelining it for this ship, where all we have La Serena, 25 orchids, an old man,
0: 15. But 15. Have 10.
3: Well, they built some.
0: In a day?
3: She says something about that. She said
0: they had 15, now they have 10. Right, we but have then 15, later,
3: but
4: we can always build more. Well, soji How about two days.
2: Right.
3: Dark right. Soji says something on the lines of. We've got 25 orchids, an old man, and what, and
2: a crash board cube, Soji,
3: a can-do attitude, and a can-do
2: attitude. <laughs> right.
3: So anyway, 218 Romulan warbirds, mm-hmm. and I don't really care about the orchids or La Serena. It's 218 warbirds versus seven of nine in a board cube. That's how I feel about this. We're gonna the board cube operational.
4: The board cube is not even
0: flying. They can't... It don't have to fly. Well, wow, I mean, there's a scene in the teaser. Oh!
2: <laughs> but Jay's gonna go into
3: his <laughs> muted shenanigans. Who's ready for some trivia? I
2: might. I might just go ahead and and, and listen in on on this one. I, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think I've earned it. I I have. You have. Let me. I'm, have. I'm just gonna treat myself. It's been a. Yeah, it's Privia, been a long oh, road. Yes, <laughs> trivia, oh no, trivia. Forward. Yeah, trivia.
3: So there's some trivia. And why some? Not a whole lot. Okay. The first piece seatbelts.
1: Uh... We saw seatbelts
3: in Star Trek Nemesis. Picard said, it's about time.
1: And then.
0: Picard jumping out of your chair?
3: We get this <laughs> We <laughs> get a human hand reaching for a robot hand and touching. It's a very creation of Adam. Creation of life. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah.
3: Uh, Freaking Vulcans. Fascinating. Soji, or Dark Soji, Sutra, walks away from that mind meld and she says, fascinating.
0: How many ways can we make the Vulcans look so much... I don't know, they, they seem so... Every time we get more, you know, in-depth into Vulcan stuff, it's so not logical and so very shallow and aesthetic, and everything must be this way because that's the way I like it, but not because that's actually what I'm going to do about it.
3: That is the topic of the very big podcast.
0: I'm just salty. (laughs) Just because you
4: read some fucking (laughs) Vonnegut doesn't mean... You're a genius. Okay, I'm just—I'm so fucking done with Sutra. I've only seen her one episode. Oh, hey, sorry. I was—I was
0: done with Narek the minute he showed up on screen.
4: Oh, my brother died. Narek is at least like, I—I uh, I love you, but I don't know why. Cause you're disgusting to me, but I love you. Like, uh, at so least he—at <laughs> least he has like some conflict going on. Sutra is just like, so far. Does he? Yeah, he's definitely like almost couldn't kill her. Like for sure. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't don't believe him a single bit. We'll see. I know, but like you have to look at everything. You can't just you know sure someone is bad. Um,
0: I mean, I'm being petty, of course. I'm sure you're right, but.
4: (laughs) I mean, I like to think people can be redeemed or at least like rehabilitated, but. Doesn't mean he didn't do some bad stuff, but it's like
2: right. if he's well,
4: gonna, he may not redeem himself until the end of the series.
2: Which there's a slide for. Let's go. Yeah. Let's <laughs> keep the trivia
4: going. The series, the series
2: trivia is over. Oh, not a whole lot of trivia. Okay, all right, that's that's um, fine. It was good, good stuff. Thank you, Dag, for the trivia. As we're always. On to the teaser now. Oh you boy. Sticking around Jay. Yes, yes. Alright. Alright. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna, gonna stick around. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Let's, Star let's Trek do
3: it. Picard. Episode ten teaser review.
2: You guys talk me into we it. We
3: see the creation of the beacon that's gonna signal Cynthulu. Mm-hmm. We see La Serena and who do you guess shows up and says, I wanna help, I'm trying to save the universe.
4: Is this the Mad Max set? Yes. (laughs) No? No?
3: Mad Max Synth Road.
4: (laughs) You look really dirty, Narek. Yes. yes. Jesus.
3: Maybe I got this from a different screenshot. Hey, Romulans. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Romulans finally show up. They wreak havoc. We get Commodore O oh my god oh no she's
4: looking good I mean I'm not gonna lie I Mm -hmm. may not like the why they, they just basically erased the cultural style of the Romulans but she looks damn good
3: there was an interesting theory that Commodore O being half Vulcan half Romulan was actually Spock's daughter with Savick and Savick was a Romulan the whole time,
2: like He's full-blooded Romulan all... instead of the half Romulan that. Yeah. Because in Star Trek
3: Six, they wanted Robin Curtis to come back and play Savick again.
2: They want to. They wanted Kirstie Alley. I mean, they wanted Kirstie Alley. Couldn't get her, but yeah, they wanted Robin. Well,
3: yes, yeah. but they in Star Trek Six mm-hmm. they wanted Savick back. And Savik was going to be the traitor. Yes. Instead, they got Valeris. But Savik was supposed to be revealed as a Romulan in Star Trek VI. Didn't happen. Not canon.
2: Fake news. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that would have been a good twist.
3: We get a blurry sequence here of La Serena dodging Romulan disruptor fire while Mm. flying through more of these orchids. We get the beacon signaling in space. This is the firing of the beacon that is oh. supposed to bring Synthulu. Oh boy. We get Picard begging Soji to make a different choice. Don't be the destroyer. We get our first glimpse of Synthulu. Tentacles. Oh, How fitting. Jesus. <laughs> It's easy to forget about when it's a tenth of a second clip that There's took me three 30 seconds to try and get a s- nice snip of.
2: Yeah.
0: They're
3: you're, you're, but
4: they're not humanoid synthetics. Right. Those are... They're that's Reapers. like
3: Dr. Octopus from the Raimi version of Spider-Man 2. Yes. Reapers
4: are basically like cuttlefish. By the way, I want to talk about Mass Effect when this teaser. Ends.
1: Again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just go. wanna okay, wanna all right.
4: continue.
3: All right, and the last sequence that we get mm-hmm.
4: uh,
3: is not yet. We get more. <laughs> okay, so this image is important <laughs> because there's more orchids in this scene. Yeah, but what you see is two Romulan snakeheads chasing each other. This is Narick and Narissa. Oh my. They're fighting it out, duking it out. May the best person win. Oh,
1: okay.
4: Please give me more Narissa on screen. Yes. And
3: just like Game no. of Thrones, they're both going to die. Probably.
4: No. Because that's
3: how Jamie and Cersei ended up.
4: At the yes. Okay, Game of Thrones spoilers. In the last episode of the series, they died. Yeah. Not the first season.
2: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Maybe it would have been better that
2: way. I I, I don't think Jamie
4: Lannister had an extremely good arc, even if it all got washed away at the end. All
3: right. This is the last scene in the trailer. It's Soji yelling no. And on the sequence in front of her is a hollow sequence of, we can clearly see the Romulan warbirds. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's this yellow pillar that's falling down, which mm-hmm. I'm going to say is another Romulan warbird because they're all here in yellow. Mm-hmm. And over here on this side of the screen, bunch of slotted squares in green. This is the board cube. you think and so? And it's on one of Soji's sensors for some reason. Huh. I feel like this guy here is making a kamikaze run at the cube.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and
3: we'll Hmm. see what happens okay yeah but the fact that Soji is yelling no when this happens is important and I think it demonstrates what Watney was talking about the empathy
2: yeah okay that's I think you're right I think Watney is going to end up being being correct so wow yeah good good slides good slides dag I like it I'm ready for the next one
4: yeah Thank you for the analysis. I did that added more to my excitement.
2: Yeah. So, so what's the what's the Mass Effect uh oh yeah welcome so, to our Mass
3: Effect podcast?
4: <laughs> the Mass Effect Appendix. Um so last episode of Beyond Track, um I expressed a lot of disappointment and may yeah, dare I say anger over the direction of the plot, even though I thought the episode was very good. I was upset because it was basically at the time it looked like a ripoff of Mass Effect. Um, and it's clear now that I have an organic brain Mm -hmm. and that I could not understand the signal properly. Um, because now it's less Mass Effect. Okay, it's more Mass Effect is about like the purge is coming. When you reach a certain point of technology, um, then we'll wipe you out. Uh, but this is more like the purges coming to wipe out the threat to the technology, it's different,
2: right? Right, so okay.
4: we'll see how it goes, but it is different than what I thought. So Speculation mm-hmm.
2: okay, who wants to lead off what's going to happen in the next episode. What did you say, uh, he He's asked me what I think is going to happen in the next episode. Oh, okay. I uh, guess yeah, speculation for the next episode. Um, okay. I am going to say that, and I hope I'm not disappointed with this, but I need to see some Starfleet ships. Please do not end this last episode with them showing up at the end after it's all said and done. Late to the party, kind of thing. I think that Soji is going to um, get, you know, get the better or the 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 high ground on the on the morality, and is going to try to stop this whole thing. And don't forget that there were there were five uh, Queen of Hearts, first episode in the uh, the dream. Poker game that Picard was having with Data. I still think you know. I used to have that toy when I was a kid. That's awesome, Enterprise, Enterprise D. I I still think that we there is something about that. We've seen um, Soji, Daj, Sutra, and I'm sorry again. What was her sister? Jana. Jana. That's four. And I don't know. I I, I could be well, but I I, I think that there's significance to the five Queen of Hearts and we've seen four. I, I think there's there's something that we're we're missing that we maybe forgot about that's gonna be brought back. Um so I, I think that's 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 all I've I've got for what I think about the next I know episode. who the fifth one is. Is it someone we've seen already?
3: Seven of nine is the Queen of my heart.
2: Oh <laughs> that was sweet. Watney, how about you? Mine,
4: well, the queen of my heart is Nerissa. Mm-hmm. So as long as I get to see her next episode, I don't give a fuck what happens now. <laughs> um, I think someone's going to die. I it thought be that Girardi. too. I think Jurati's going to die. Yeah, Jurati's uh, going to go. It was heavily foreshadowed that she would be trading a life, making a sacrifice yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. So I think she would probably be the first one on my list that might die.
3: I think Rios is going to die
4: too. Say who? Rios. I you don't think... think so. I think so. Hmm. Why?
3: I don't have anything to back up. But it's a gut feeling.
4: I think he's going to be upset that Girati dies. That's why they have been building this up, and it's going to embolden him to keep pursuing the mission. Okay. Agree. Hey, um, I think that. you know we're going to get space battle so i'm ready for that can't Give wait to see enterprise. that hopefully we see some cool ship mm-hmm. uh ship ship fights um you know i think one of my favorite ones in the franchise so that i've ever seen was the scimitar battle mm-hmm. in nemesis um that was a good what one they, like they like crash into each other. (laughs) So yeah, I'm excited for, uh, to see some space battle happening. And honestly, I want to see more of Narek. I know that he's like, not a good guy, but like, I think that he's, um, a compelling character. He's an interesting character. And Mm -hmm. so is his sister and their motivations. And what are they going to do when they learn that they've been wrong? Um, are they going to stick to their Romulan, xenophobic, aggressive, murdery ways? Or are they going to uh, evolve the Romulan race? Questions, questions, questions. That's all I got.
3: Laude, what's your speculation?
0: I, I almost don't know at this point. I think I think Watney's got a lot of stuff right. I think there's a lot of a lot of uh, split second decisions and rethinking everything we knew until this point is going to go down for a lot of people. Um, I like Jay's Queen of the the Fifth Queen of Hearts thing. I like that, and I know no one's really brought it up. But the fifth one, the only other fifth one who I could think, I could think of who would deserve that role would be Lull.
1: Right I, again.
0: Did uh, we go get her out of storage? Oof. Look, we made all of these other ones. We can fix Lol.
1: because
0: Lol would be oh the ultimate God, Lull, ace of hearts, hearts in this.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's, there's a big part of me that, that is, <clears throat> excuse me, that's hoping that that happens. That would be interesting.
0: Yeah. Yes. Law looks like them.
3: Sort of. Sort kinda of. Get Haley yeah, kind of, kind of, for sure. Who do you Todd, got back? Paging Haley Todd. If you don't know, Haley Todd's the actress who played Law. Mm hmm. I honestly don't think Riker and Troy would have just let Picard go without immediately after that scene in the Penthe. Getting on a phone and being like, hey, Worf, Jean-Luc's in trouble. Go check it out. Mm. (laughs) And then Worf's going to show up with an Enterprise and a bunch of Klingon ships because Picard's the Arbiter of Succession. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And basically just rip those Romulans a new one.
4: Yeah, you might be right, because they are surprising us. They surprise us with Brent.
3: Yep. Yeah.
4: Um... So... And there
3: is, a, there is a picture out there that shows Michael Dorn and LeVar Burton behind the scenes yeah, on the I set see. of nepente Yeah.
4: <laughs> just hanging out. Yeah. And I, I think
2: really, really
3: want to oh. believe that they didn't just show up to hang out on the set that day, both of them. That they, before or after, got hmm. into makeup and did some phone call sequences.
1: Hmm. That's
3: what I want to deep... believe. Because uh, the, that episode Rangel was filmed videos. in Vancouver or something. That's a flight, just to hang out with your buddies.
4: Oh, yes. Vancouver, the land of regenerative soil.
3: And start
4: <laughs> And oh, perfect tomatoes. I,
2: I, I'm with you, Dag. I want to believe that they didn't just fly out there to hang out. But, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna have to wait and see. I'm I'm hoping just like you are, but in 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 either way, it's been a it's been a spectacular season. I've I've really enjoyed the season. It's it feels like it's gone fast, and we're we're all, already going to be coming up on the close of the season in, in the last episode, and it's you know I'll be I'll be sad to not to see it go. I'm I'm really looking forward to next week. I think it's going to be a real uh, gonna be a real banger so yeah i hope uh everyone sticks it out with us for our review of the next episode uh want to watch tell everyone how they can find us
4: oh i'd love to big j so um we have a patreon we would love if you could support us there patreon.com slash beyond trek we also have our twitter we're super active there you can find us there at beyond trek pod and you can always find us on Facebook. You can like us there at Beyond Trek Productions.
2: Yes. yes. Oh, look at that phaser. You've got all the neat toys, Dag. And if, if you suck with us this long and you have words to say, please, uh, you're welcome to submit your thoughts and takes on the episodes or the season. You can do an audio recording or a video. Send it to us at... Beyond Trek Podcast at gmail.com. We'll put you on the show. Uh, Nacho did a little thing for us, uh, some of my son Nacho, um, for the uh, uh, last week's episode. So get your cameras, phones, do a little thing, send it to us. <laughs> Dag, that trouble eat your eye.
3: No more troubles for me.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And catch us next week when we review
4: the finale,
3: episode 10, Star Trek Picard. Go Beyond with Us, Beyond Trek Podcast.
4: Live long and prosper. Hey
2: everyone, Big J here with Beyond Trek Podcast. Hope you enjoyed that review we had of the first of a two part season one finale for Star Trek Picard. In the time that we did that review, we had a very interesting theory come up on social media sites, especially from r Picard. That's on Reddit. This theory came from a person called Verboten Publish. And I have to tell you, I've been having the same kind of feeling about Star Trek Picard in this first season that this person had. And it involves a character from prior The Next Generation, a very well-known character there there's some some things that I saw and that we all saw in this most recent episode coming from the uh, Sutra, who we call Dark Soji or uh, Evil Soji, and the way that uh, Brent Spiner was portraying this new Dr. Soong, uh, this uh, Alton Soon, it's Something about it just seemed a little bit off to me. I, I couldn't quite place it. And there was some talk about the attitude and behavior of of him and of some of the the, the other uh, synthetics on the planet, especially Sutra. If you if you listen to this, this is a very bold theory, a very good one. And we're going to uh, have this person uh, who's been talking about this all season, has been pushing this theory, this prediction. It's it, it's a bold one. I, I think if he's right, then it's going to be. Quite the twist on this first season, and is, is something that I honestly did not see happening, didn't see coming. So, if you'd like to hear more on this uh, this amazing theory and prediction, which he's hoping is right, and when you when you listen to it, when you when you hear it, I, I think I might make a believer out of you. Now, we're going to have this uh, published in a couple days here uh, with Beyond Trek Podcast. We're going to have like a, a the kind of a special mini episode, mini recording. So follow us on Facebook, uh, uh, Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, you'll find us with uh, Beyond Trek Podcast. We're going to have this uh, this hot take. Uh, as soon as we get that video from him, he's uh, putting it together. He's going to lay out the entire theory, the entire prediction, why he thinks uh, that this is the route that we're going. So I, I hope you all are there to listen to it. I've read it. I've heard some about it. And I, I think it's big. I think it's it's pretty bold as well. And, uh, again, it involves a character from uh, the next generation's past. And hope to see you there. Okay? It's Big J signing off. Live long and prosper.
1: We are Beyond Trek Podcast. Lower your inhibitions and surrender your years. We will add inspirational and hilarious trips.